Welcome to Half of Wisdom, a podcast of prudent questions with your hosts, Jess and Chris. I'm Jess. And I'm Chris. Francis Bacon said that a prudent question is half of wisdom. Each episode, we bring you a question our kids asked us about something they've learned, and we help them find the answers they're looking for. This time on Half of Wisdom, we're talking about the Pythagorean Theorem and where it came from. Whether you're a geometry student struggling to remember which side is the hypotenuse, or an engineer who sees right triangles for the powerful tools they are, take a break and learn about who discovered this useful bit of mathematics. A squared plus B squared equals C squared. If you remember anything from high school geometry, it's probably this equation. The Pythagorean theorem allows us to calculate the lengths of the sides of a right triangle. That's a triangle where one of the angles is 90 degrees. In this equation, A and B are the lengths of the two legs, the sides of the triangle that are perpendicular to one another. C is the length of the hypotenuse, the longest side of the right triangle, the one opposite the right angle. The Pythagorean theorem helps us solve all kinds of problems in geometry. Some shapes you can dissect into right triangles, For example, you might realize you can split a trapezoid into a rectangle and two right triangles, and then use the Pythagorean theorem to find information about the trapezoid's sides. Or you might know the lengths of the sides of a triangle and want to know whether that triangle is in fact a right triangle. If you plug in A, B, and C, and the Pythagorean theorem isn't true, then you don't have a right triangle. It's also incredibly practical. You can use the Pythagorean theorem to find the slope of a roof, or to make sure that walls are square. You can determine the shortest distance between two points when you know the coordinate distances, 30 miles north and 40 miles west. On that last one, by the way, the Pythagorean theorem tells you the shortest distance you need to travel is 50 miles, not the 70 miles you'd go if you traveled north and then west, leading to the common saying, the shortest distance between two points is a straight line. Mom, I learned about the Pythagorean Theorem this year in math. It does seem to be a useful tool when you see a right triangle or when you can make one with the information you have. Whenever I have to solve a problem about geometry now, I look for right triangles. But I wondered, who discovered that theorem and when? That's actually a hard question to answer, Toby. The short answer is that we just don't know for sure. First, we have to be clear about what we mean when we say that someone discovered the Pythagorean theorem. Do we mean that someone came up with a proof of a squared plus b squared equals c squared, or just that they understood that relationship without having proved it? Some people knew about the existence of Pythagorean triples, groups of three whole numbers that satisfy the Pythagorean equation without knowing about the general relationship. Did they discover the theorem? Let's break it down piece by piece. In the Middle Kingdom period of ancient Egypt, a papyrus written as far back as 4,000 years ago discusses the Pythagorean triple 6-8-10. A Mesopotamian tablet from the reign of Hammurabi, probably written a little bit later, discusses several different triples. If you think knowledge of Pythagorean triples is enough to constitute discovery of the Pythagorean theorem, it seems the ancient Egyptians and Mesopotamians were the first. What if we limit discovery to the actual equation that relates the lengths of the sides of a right triangle in general, 
rather than just in the specific cases of Pythagorean triples. Here, the Egyptians and Mesopotamians of three or 4,000 years ago don't qualify. We have to go at least a 1,000 years later and a couple thousand miles further east. In India, sometime between 900 and 400 BC, one book on the geometry of fire altars stated the general relationship we now know as the Pythagorean theorem, along with a list of Pythagorean triples. Another book from around 600 BC did the same. Given that Pythagoras wasn't born until around 570 BC, these Indian discoveries certainly predated any discovery he or his followers could have made. Only if we require a proof of the theorem for discovery does Pythagoras have a chance at being the discoverer of his eponymous theorem. The earliest known proof that the square of the hypotenuse equals the sum of the squares of the other two sides comes from Euclid in Greece around 300 BC. We don't know of any proof earlier than this, which comes more than 200 years after Pythagoras lived, but it's possible that Euclid based his proof on earlier work. Even here, attributing the proof of the Pythagorean theorem to the ancient Greeks is tricky. There are Chinese texts that strongly suggest a proof of the Pythagorean theorem was known in China no later than the 3rd century BC, around the same time that Euclid published his proof in Greece. Today, most people educated in China refer to the Gogu theorem, or the Shangao theorem, instead of the Pythagorean theorem. So where does that leave us? Who discovered the Pythagorean theorem depends on what you mean by discovered. It could have been the Egyptians, the Mesopotamians, the Indians, the Chinese, or the Greeks. Maybe the question of who should get the credit is absurd. Certainly, there's no suggestion that Pythagoras, or his followers, or Euclid, stole the proof from the Chinese or Indian mathematicians working half a world away, who may have gotten there first. Perhaps the lesson we should take away from this is the surpassing usefulness of the Pythagorean theorem. I like to imagine some unknown person living somewhere in the Middle East over 4,000 years ago, discovering that sides in a ratio of 3, 4, and 5 produced a pleasing right angle. That knowledge proved to be so useful that it diffused both East and West, inspiring scholars in Europe and Asia to dig deeper for the next 2,000 years or so. That's the way discovery works in math and science. If something is useful or interesting, people will try to learn more, and their discoveries lead to more discoveries, eventually making the world a better place for everyone. That's it for Half of Wisdom this time. We'd like to thank Shane Ivers at SilvermanSound.com for letting us use his song, Driftmaster, in our intro and outro. Check back soon for another prudent question and answer. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, or if you'd like to let us know your thoughts on who discovered the Pythagorean theorem, send us an email at halfofwisdom at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at prudentqpodcast. Podcast.